Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you live from the temporary Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. Oh, and today's been one of those days my brain is literally fried, um, so expect a lot of cursing later. Um, <laughs> y'all think I'm joking, but no. Uh, joining me later on in the show will be Will. We're going to be talking some Trumps in England. Uh, and I know everyone's really tired of Trump, but Will actually has something to say. Um, and I, I think it's really important. Um, okay, maybe not really important, but it's a, it was a lot of fun recording. So um, make sure you stay tuned for that. And um, so, yeah, let's get started. Wendy Williams is back in the news because allegedly she's using her new dating spree to make her ex-husband Kevin Hunter jealous. Um, you know, there we've all made bad decisions out of desperation or you know, not wanting to be lonely and I and I really do genuinely think that that's what this is. Um, I think Wendy is just really scared of being alone. And I think that's what's, I think that's her big driver right now is she is so scared of being alone. She is so scared of um she's so scared of being alone. She's so scared of being Um, forgotten about or not loved that she's she's making these really awful decisions and let's be real that's what these are these are awful 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 decisions um, you know she's many times over she has let Kevin run her life or tell her what to do or whatever out of fear that he won't love her anymore. And honestly, that's not any way to run your life. So I don't know why she keeps doing it. Let me rephrase that. I do know why she's doing it. She's doing it because that's all she knows. I think... That's all she wants, um, in some ways, which sounds really shitty of me to say, but if, if you look at her track record, if some motherfucker was poisoning me, you best believe that he would not be getting away with it. No way, no sir. Um, that being said, you know, I do think that there is... I do think that there's something to be said for um, how she handles things. Um, generally, I think she's a very good person um, with a kind heart. Um, I just think sometimes that kind heart gets her into more trouble than what it's worth. You know, and people are going to be like, oh, you're wrong, you're wrong. How can you say that? The truth is, is 
we all know I'm not wrong. Not really, anyway. Um, but with her new boyfriend, uh, um, Mark Tomlin, he seems to be another classic example of Wendy making a bad decision. Um, apparently she was asking around on the streets about him and, um, you know, trying to get the 411. And this is what a source said. Wendy is doing all of this as part of a campaign to make Kevin jealous and to garner sympathy from the public. Um, and then she brought him to New York and went on this huge shopping spree. Um, they went to DR Home and spent almost $2,000 on a jacket. Um, they bought him an $88 t-shirt. Um... A, car, a Perry Ellis garment bag, um, Air Jordans, and I get it, it's her money, she can do whatever she wants, but girlfriend, splash some of the cash this way, okay? Because I talk about you more than he does. And don't forget that. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be right back. And I'm back. So, Quentin Tarantino wants to direct a Star Trek film. Now, I think we've talked about this before. It's not a big surprise. Um, we, we all basically know. Um, and it's going to be an R-rated version, which should excite um, some of the actors because it means they're finally going to get to stretch a little bit and do some more fun adult things. Um, and Tarantino actually talked about this. Um... I don't... Uh, apparently it was just an interview. I thought he was at a Comic-Con or something. Anyways, um, he said that the story's done um, and they're mulling it over. Um, but he wouldn't talk about any of the characters or plots or anything of that nature. He said, it's an R-rated movie. If I do it, it'll be R-rated. Now, of course, um, Star Trek has had a little bit of a difficult time getting traction. Um, the first reboot movie did really well with um, Chris Pine as um, Captain Kirk and all of them. The second one did, did okay, and the third one did alright. But there's been a diminishing value on um, the return on investment. So... An R-rated movie would really shake things up. But will the, will the Trekkies stay around for it? The answer is yes. Of course they will. Um, as long as they don't go too far outside of um, the established universe. Um, and a lot of sources are expecting Chris Pine to return as Captain Kirk. However, if you'll remember, uh, we did a story... A while ago now, actually, that said that Chris Pine is not interested in this. Um, he is most definitely looking for um, more money to continue on um, because he sees the the amount of money that Paramount is making off of these movies, and he doesn't feel he's being paid enough. 
Uh, and uh, this really upsets me because she loves him as Captain Kirk. I liked him in the underwear that he wore in, the, I think, the first movie. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's definitely something to be said for um, an actor demanding to be paid what they're worth. And, you know, and in a lot of cases we can say, well, you know, if it weren't for this, you wouldn't be working or you wouldn't, you know. But Chris Pine has been working very steadily um, for a long, 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 long time. So, I, while I do think that Star Trek may have helped him a little bit, I think he was definitely... Um, I think he definitely helped the movie a little bit more. Um, so, what would a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie look like? Many people are guessing that it's going to be a spaghetti western in space. Um, and given his penchant for um, violence and whatnot, I think we can expect that. But, and here's the big but of this all. While the script is done, um, Paramount is mulling it over, there's no guarantee that they're going to hire him. Um, Given that the brand has been more or less family-friendly, it would be very difficult, I think, to... um, get them away from that, especially as Paramount has been rebranding uh, most of their movies to be family-friendlier. Um, but, of course, they've shocked us before, and I'm sure they will again. Um, just don't let Quentin Tarantino get a hold of Spongebob, because I don't think anyone wants to see Spongebob cut someone's head off. Or maybe we do. I'm going to go and maybe write that script, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. And we're going to talk some Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger now. So, you know, they got married over the weekend. We talked about that. And one of the things I, I told you was that she was already pregnant. And, you know, there are always naysayers or, oh, you know, they're good Christians. They would never do that. Bullpucky. Okay? Just bullpucky. Bullpucky. And here's why I'm saying it. Um, not because I'm trying to negate someone's beliefs. Um, that is the last thing I ever want to do. But, let's be real here. They were humping like rabbits. Um, Chris Pratt has a certain reputation. And that reputation isn't going to go away just because he's suddenly Christian. I shouldn't say suddenly, but you know what I mean. You know, it's not going to go away just because... He, you know, he says, oh, I'm, I'm a Christian now, or I'm whatever. You know, that's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. 
so, um, but more than that, I mean, it's just human nature. And I think the sooner we get over this whole sex is bad thing, the better off we're all going to be as a result of that. So, all right. We, we've talked about that. We've talked about how I told you that, that Catherine was already pregnant. So here's the thing. They're already starting to lay little nuggets leading up to the reveal. <laughs> um, they told people, oh, we can't wait to start a family, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'll read you their actual statements in a minute. But essentially what they're doing here is preparing us for baby Pratswinninger, or however, whatever their couple name is. Um, and again, I think it's just totally unnecessary. You know, if, if they want to play that, then by all means, that's their prerogative. However, at some point, we have to... We have to be able to say to them, dude, we know. Alright, we know. Let's not pretend, let's not act like we're morons here, alright? Um, so here is what a quote-unquote source told people. She can't believe how much her life has changed since meeting Chris. He was very clear with his intentions from the start, and she has never felt so loved and safe. They both feel so blessed to have found each other, and they can't wait to expand their family as soon as possible. And then the source goes on to say, Chris never minded that her dates with Chris many times involved a kid, activity like a matinee movie, or going to Disneyland. Catherine is like a big kid kid and loves doing activities with Jack. She loves that Chris is a dad. And here's the thing. Um, when you when you date someone who's divorced, like Chris Pratt is, you have to know that there's going to be um, stuff that comes with that, including a child at times. Um, so it's great that they get along and, you know, care about one another. Um, you know, some people are saying, oh, well, what about Anna? Anna does not seem to give two, two fucks, honestly. Um, she sent them a congratulations on their wedding day. But other than that, everything else just seems, you know, I, I think she's just happy that she doesn't have to deal with it anymore. Um, rumor is that he was cheating on her left, right, and center, and she got tired of it. Um, and then he got angry when she allegedly cheated on him. And it's like, why? If you're if you're going to do it, you you have to expect um, that the other person is going to do it. But maybe it'll work out this time with with Catherine. Maybe they have an, a a better arrangement or something. I don't know. I do know I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. And as promised at the top of the show, Will is joining me to talk about Trump 
or I should say, the Trumps in England. Or as I, yes, uh, as I prefer to call the event, National Lampoon's Summer Vacation. <laughs> I thought we'd agreed on buffoons. Oh yeah, National <laughs> Buffoons Summer Vacation. That's a lot better, isn't it? So, a uh, brief timetable here. Trump went into the diplomatic, uh, went into the state visit by um, but immediately breaking a diplomatic tradition and insulting the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle. Oh. Here's the thing, and I, this was in a Vanity Fair article, which I don't remember if I sent you. You did not, but it doesn't matter. Um, basically, in this article, they... Um, they have a parallel story where, you know, Meghan actually became a princess and Trump fancies himself a princess and, you know, trying to save us even though he's making our lives much, much worse. It's like if Cinderella had a reboot today. Let's, oh Jesus Christ, I just had the image of Trump in glass slippers and a dress. <laughs> Don't do this to me, man. I can't, I can't take this. Oh. Anyway, surprising a lot of people after that little outburst, Trump was the picture of decorum on his official visits to the UK, notably um, delivering a surprisingly restrained speech commemorating the sacrifice of veterans who fell in D-Day during his official state dinner with the Queen. Most of this can be talked up with to his intense let's call it admiration of the queen he uh he really thinks that she is awesome and he loves her and he thinks she thinks he's awesome dude she she totally feels the same way guys oh boy yep but um there were still a lot of let's say even his restrained approach still caused a lot of controversy. The obvious one being that there were six members of the Trump family at that state dinner. Ivanka and Jared. Huh. Eric and his wife, Laura. Don Jr. and Tiffany, the red-headed stepchild. I can't believe Tiffany was actually allowed to come. Like, I wonder if, he, if this was the one time of year when he just trots her out. Maybe. I don't know. Um... She didn't really, her, her campaign anecdotes, let's say, didn't give the impression that she was particularly close to her father. But then I guess, but then I guess she is desperately trying to get into his good graces. I, maybe if she looked more like Ivanka. Yeah, then she could become uh, daughter wife number two. <laughs> but anyway, back to the England visit. Only two of... Donald Trump's relatives have actual roles in the government, leading many to speculate on just what two members of the Trump organization and two other unaffiliated family members were doing representing the United States at an official state function. There were also some people wondering who was paying for this trip. Laura Trump eventually uh, came on CNN earlier to well, it was, I learned about it through CNN, but I believe it was originally broadcast on Fox, because that's the only network Trump and his family appear on. She claimed that 
she and her husband and all the members who weren't part of Trump's retinue had paid their own way to England. One wonders if they paid the salaries of their security staff. Does the Trump actually know what the words pay their own way mean? Good question. Um, another controversy sprung up when it was revealed that Melania Trump's wardrobe for the trip cost about 12,500 pounds, which is over $16,000 in U.S. money. Good lord. And then, of course, no sooner was Trump out of the public eye and on the plane than he picked a fight with Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, Chuck Schumer, because he always does that, and Bette Midler, of all people, who he called a psycho. I really want to know why he went at Bette. <clears throat> I don't know. I, how, I, um, it's been a while since I was a child. I don't really know how the <laughs> mind of one works. Oh, I don't think we'll ever understand. Anyway, of course, he punctuated his visit to England with complaints about the protesters, but more importantly, complaints about how the UK did not show Fox News on any of its channels. I mean, why would they? Fox, Fox News is a state-run news organization now, isn't it? Yeah, and I guess the UK um, actually requires some journalistic integrity out of its cable news programs. Don't worry, though, they, their newspapers do their very best to make up for it. Thank you, Rupert Murdoch. We'll be right, Ed will be right back. 